Well, good morning. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. Happy Sunday to you. Um, I am super excited because today I have Joshua Harris in the house. He's the founder and executive director of Oak Ridge Disciple House. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me back. It's just been a fun weekend. Yeah. I mean, guys, we are talking about Joshua's testimony. And if you missed yesterday, you have to go back and you have to go to amymillslive.com and you have to snatch up the podcast because we talked about Joshua's um, testimony really from childhood until he was walked out of the jail uh, by a man who came to love on him mm. and introduce him to Jesus after he had been um, addicted to cocaine for uh, you know 12 plus years at this point yes and um, and and just a lost guy and and you know Joshua out of our pain comes our passion and so for both of you, I mean, both you and I, yes. um, our ministries came out of our pain. Yep. And then um, God saving us to the uttermost and healing us to the uttermost to the point where we can't not do sold out ministries or Oak Ridge Disciple can't. House. Right? I mean, it's like it, you can't, can't not I mean, do it. People will say, you know, even in, the, in, in some things that have happened and we've talked about in my in my personal life um, where, where, you know, uh, I'll just say, you know, where um, my wife is like, you know, I just don't want to really be a part of this my rest of my life and those kind of things. People are like, well, why don't you say, because if I let this go. Mm. If I let what God's called me to do go because someone is using their foot, not wanting to, I'm dead. Right. This is, this is what, this is how I stay connected to Christ. You can't keep it if you don't give it away. Right. And that's, so good. you know what so I mean? Good. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, it is, it's a passion that, that we can't not do. And, and it's crazy to a lot of people because I have a very entrepreneurial spirit. I was in business for 35 years. And, you know, my dream and my vision was I was going to own a company and I had all these things I was going to do. And when God got a hold <laughs> of me, he's God. like, well, you're going to run something, but it's yeah. not going to be yeah. a company. Yeah, isn't it crazy how God <laughs> just will go, you know, I love your plans and I love your ambition, but here's what we're really going to do. Yeah. So, um, guys, check us out at amymillslive.com. The foundation of this radio program is Sold Out Ministries. It is a freedom ministry for women. And um, Joshua has got a freedom ministry uh, to the uttermost for men that are broken and addicted and um bring swing us quickly because i really want today to talk about oak ridge yeah but swing me quickly from being walked out of that jail cell addicted to cocaine and and how you got to oak ridge okay so here it's going to be there's a lot to it so please go like we talked about yesterday go watch the youtube video because you're going to see but it wasn't over yet jesus where was the youtube the youtube video youtube yeah yeah youtube joshua harris oak ridge disciple house okay four words or oak ridge ministries we've got a lot of cool stuff up there not only about me okay. which is you know get to know them, but get to know what we're doing yes. and you can really if you have somebody that's struggling we'll maybe talk about that at the yes. very end yes but go watch those videos and really see what god's doing so but it wasn't the destruction wasn't over yet because this man came and picked me up brought me into his home i did really really good i met a most incredible woman and she uh, you know she loved me for me and but what i didn't do is i didn't tell her about who I really used to be or who I really, really still was. Because in reality, Amy, I was on fire for all these people that were loving on me. Yeah. But I wasn't on fire but your for your soul it. wasn't. I wasn't on fire for, for, and I'd prayed a prayer, but I had not surrendered. And it was still about That's me. It. And I still hadn't forgiven myself mm. and I hadn't forgiven my dad and all those things. So I was just still lost. Mm. Okay. And so I, for about a year, uh, a year and a half, I really, you know, played church real good and all those things and, and white knuckled it and so forth and met Linda. And one night 
I know the devil so well. And he said, you know what? You've never really gotten the closure that you wanted. Why don't you try to find your dad? So God didn't want me to find my dad. Wow. That, that chapter was closed. Yep. I mean, I'm 30 years old at yeah. this time. Your dad's been gone. How many, I mean, your uh, dad's been gone 20-something years but the devil out of your goes, life. You know what? Look for him. Wow. And you know what it was? I had started to drink a little bit. Mm-hmm. Started so getting listening, that to pit, listening to the devil. And I got online and I hired Ancestry.com. Great company. Yeah. I'm not promoting them or whatever. I'm just a great right. company. They, they work. And they found him. And they found him in Massachusetts. And the devil goes, you need some closure. You need to go confront him. Mm. And I had some anger. Yeah. I had some anger that the Lord has really dealt with and, and worked me through because I pray for that man today mm-hmm. and his salvation. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And if you had ever told me I pray for my dad right. to wow. be going to heaven yeah. and not, you know. Not going to hell. Yeah. So I set a plan. I was going to go and I was going to go knock on his door. And two days before I was supposed to go and leave to go confront him, they called me and said, he's moved. He just moved. We don't know where he's gone. And the devil goes, yeah, you're never going to get the closure. And I picked up a straw. He set you up. He set me up. But God is good. You know why? Because I was going to kill him, Amy. Wow. I was going to kill him. I was. I had a murderous anger in my heart at the time. And I, I, had, I don't even want to tell you what I had planned, but I, I, so, I was going uh, to hurt him like he'd hurt us. You, The guys who didn't hear the story yesterday is um, the, the dad. There was just a big mess at the house with the father, and he had been abusing Joshua's siblings. And so the man has been out of his life for 20-plus years. But the devil's kind of going, why don't you just go confront him? And um, Joshua's going to take That's where you'll finally get all your closure and your peace, and you can move on. And I was going to kill him. And the God saved me because mm-hmm. statute of limitations run out. He had never been charged with anything, which blew me away. I never, I ne- never understand what? any of that. Uh, well, because he had taken off, and so there was no, there was only an allegation. They never got to, so there was just yeah. never ever any charges. My mom it. just kicked, or my stepmom just kicked us out, and that was it. So never going to get the closure. Devil goes ah, and I picked up that straw and I started using cocaine again, and I brought my family through a literal two year nightmare, yeah. and I had a. a, a Two little boys, Luke and Matthew, were born, mm. and I was just destroying them. Mm. And I finally reached a place where I said, "You know what? Everybody's going to be better off if I'm not around." My wife, Linda, at the time, she's just going, "Just please, just punch me in the face and leave me alone. Just get it over with." That's where she was at in her frustration sure. and anger. I would hear her crying in the room, and I'd be in the other room. Why? Why? Why did you do that to me? And I just destroyed her. Yeah. And there's the, and, the, and that and that's, da- and that that's damage, what happens. That damage is ever. I mean, I just I did things and I and I hurt her heart and I crushed her soul so bad it was just some of it was just not not repairable. Not repairable. Mm-hmm. So, long story longer, I end up in a hotel room and I rent that hotel room for one reason and one reason only and that is to blow my heart up with cocaine. Mm. I was not going to leave that hotel room. I told the Lord, please take care of my boys and their mama and I'm done. Mm. And I spent three days. I know we got just a few seconds before this segment ends. I got three. I, I spent three days in that hotel room, and I could not die. And finally, on the third day, three o'clock in the afternoon, another one of those. I remember it like yesterday's. I screamed out to whatever God I knew at that time. He knew me, and it was Jesus. But I, whatever, what I just let me die. Mm. And three words came onto my heart. You've heard them. You know them. Mm. Just out of nowhere, I just know it was God. It's nothing weird, silly. It's just, are you ready? I'm like, ready for what? Are you ready to change? Have you had enough? And that starts my journey to Are you ready? How many of you out there today need to hear that? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you really ready? Like, have you gotten to that breaking point? I mean, Josh was in a hotel room trying to blow his mind and blow his heart with cocaine. 
And God says, are you ready now? Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to finish the story. Hey guys, thanks for taking a short break with me. I am super excited to invite you to a life-transforming, mountain-moving, inner-healing, get-rid-of-the-junk-in-your-trunk event. It is called Redemption Weekend, and it radically changed my life 20 years ago. It will change your life, too. Redemption Weekend is August 2nd through the 4th at T-Bar M Retreat Center. Do not live another minute with strongholds in your life that are binding you from being all God intended you to be and all that you hoped for. Go to amymillslive.com and click redemption. Welcome back, guys, and happy Sunday morning. It's Amy here from the Amy Mills Live Show. I'm here with my good friend, Joshua Harris. He's the founder and executive director of Oak Ridge Disciple House, which is a healing place for men who are broken and addicted and they're ready. How about that? They are ready. And that is the question God asked Joshua on the floor of a hotel room where he was trying to literally, literally uh, blow his heart up with cocaine and just end all of the pain. And um, God didn't let it happen, did he? Didn't let it happen. Said, are you ready? And I said, ready for what? And he said, ready to change. That's what I felt. He goes, I said, if this, I mean, and I remember this so vividly, I just fell on. It was the first time I'd fallen on my face in worship, even though I didn't know. I just was crying. I said, if you're not going to let me die, help me. Because I don't want to be this person anymore. And that's literally what I just, with my hands and my face and my snot and just, you know how it all goes. Oh, yeah. Everything leaking on your face. I said, help me. I don't want to be this person anymore. I can't stand who I am. And he said, pick up the phone and call Pop, wow. who had become like a dad to me. I called right. Pastor Bob Davis Pop. And this is the guy that walked him out of the jail cell. Yeah, walked me out of the jail cell. He said, pick up the phone and call Pop. I called Pop. I said, I need help. He goes, I know, son. The same son. The way oh. he said it, the way he said it at that visitation when he said, says it again. he said, you're going to be okay, son. He says, I know, son. I've been praying for you for weeks. Because, see, we try to fool people. Right. We try to make, oh, we <laughs> think we're so, we're so cool. And we can, and they don't and they, see they, it. They, they don't say, they know. When they love you, they know. My wife, literally, I could literally call her on the phone after practicing 15 or 20 times saying hello (laughs) before I actually pushed in. And I would say, hey, or hello. She'd go, don't come home. Mm -hmm. From hearing one note, one voice, one one note of my voice. People love you. So he he said, get over here. Can you get over here? I said, well, I better get out of my way. I've been up for three days. But I, by grace of God, made it without killing anybody over to his house. And he had it all set up. I was, uh, the church, Victory, had uh, been supporting a place called Trinity men's home mm-hmm. and it was a discipleship training just like we have today and he said you're gonna go for six months mm-hmm. for i said where am i going he said you're going to denver mm-hmm. amy that's what i heard and you know there's a whole thing behind that mm-hmm. i heard denver and i'm out of my yeah. mind yeah three days right. three days out of my i heard denver I said, denver six months i can do that not even thinking it's may you know there's no snow in denver well listen like, here's a vacation. here's a long story longer there's a denver in texas and it's called denver city <laughs> And it's a population of about 300, and it's an oil town, and it is just absolutely the desert. Don't need to say more, right? But it changed my life. That's where God brought me out to the desert and really transformed my heart, and I fell madly and passionately in love with Jesus Christ Mm. and what he had planned for my life. And I found forgiveness. I found forgiveness 
not only in the those who had hurt me, but I found forgiveness in myself. And I knew that I was forgiven and redeemed. That's right. That's right. I carried all that bitterness and anger, not only towards my dad and people that had hurt me, but toward I hated myself. Right. That was my biggest one was me. Like I, I, I couldn't, you know, I didn't even think about forgiving myself. Mm-mm. And a woman okay, like for- your pastor pointed out, she's like, Amy, you gotta, you gotta forgive yourself. Gotta forgive and yourself. it crushed me. I mean, yeah. it crushed me. Yeah. I, felt the weight of the pain that I had caused other people, right? That's in my right. sin. That's right. Me too. And, and, and I spent about an hour, I remember mm-hmm. it, about a 45 minutes after church one day with Pastor Jim Alt, who God used to save my life up there. That was the pastor that ran Trinity. At Trinity. And we just we just got it all out, and I just left it all at the altar. Now, was it completely finished? Right. And, it's a no, it was a, a journey, journey, but I left it there and yes. said, I forgive him, I forgive this, I forgive, and I forgive me. And when I just cried and just got it out, you know. And so I graduated graduated from, from Trinity and I came home and I knew God had called me, uh, was calling me and it was, was, was accepting my offer to work for him because what I had told God about four months in is, listen, I said, I know I'm no good in the sales world. I'm, you know, I'd always had a job and I was never a bum on the street or anything. God had always really yeah. helped me be a, a hustler where I could always, I mean, I could get a job. Happen. Yeah, I always make something happen. <laughs> but I didn't want to go back into sales. I didn't want to go back into marketing. I was in finance. I did. I sold everything. I bought, sold money. The last thing I was doing was the subprime market when we were ripping everybody off and put people in homes with a four a 501 yeah. credit score uh, at a $300,000 loan that they were going to default on within six months and we didn't care because 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 the subprime market was what it was doing at that time I didn't want to do any of that anymore because I knew it was just a world that was not going to be good for me so I told people so you can't tell guys said listen I told God one day listen if you want me to cut grass at church with scissors for the rest of my life that's what I'll do I just want to work for you so I came home and he just started opening up doors oh. I started doing youth ministry, started doing outreach. I, start, of course, started doing recovery, yeah. and I just started serving. Wow. And I mean serving. By the grace of God, I had a wife mm-hmm. who was a doctor pharmacy and was able to pay our bills and all this because when you get into ministry, I mean, here's the thing about ministry. Hello? You know this. Here it is. The hours are long. The pay is low, but the retirement benefits are out of this world. Amen. I mean, that's really how it is. I mean, by, by, and so I was able to, to just do whatever God called me to do mm-hmm. and Two years after coming home, First Baptist Georgetown, who had asked me to just not come back high anymore, literally brought me on staff and made, helped, me, wow. helped me in ministry be a youth minister uh, alongside Brett Levi. And, uh, and then mm. about a year after, about two years after that, God called me to open up Oak Ridge. Mm. We got two minutes to talk about that, right? No, we have one more second. Oh, we do. Yes, yes, oh, okay. Yes. So, so, so here, here, here's kind of how it all kind of came about with going uh, from the church staff to right. to, the Oak Ridge to, staff. to to an Oak Ridge situation okay. and what we we're doing. So, we had a young man in the church who was really struggling, Matthew Brew, who by uh, yes. uh, by your blessing, let me uh, when you were out one 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 day, I got to interview him, and man, he is just uh, out there, just really blown up in his music career, a little more uh, secular than we would like, just because he's kind of gotten away from praise and worship, and and he's really 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 big in the alternative wow. uh you know he's like number one on alt nation and missio is the name of his his group and they're signed by rca now and all those mm-hmm. things so but he's stayed close to his faith he got into a little bit of drinking mm-hmm. got in trouble quick because mm-hmm. god wasn't playing right, and now and now now his music is about recovery and those yes. kind of things and so he's still using a great message Can so i'm just proud of him yes but he was struggling at the time with uh, prescription pills and we needed a place trinity had closed because pastor jim all had retired and the deacons didn't want to try to find a pastor just to be able to do the men's home so they closed it down and so I was looking around and we found a place called Shining Light down in Mission Texas right on the border I mean literally we throw a rock over into Mexico and I brought him down there and the place was just such a wreck and a mess but it had so much potential 
dig my family up and I t- moved my family all the way down to Mexico because he asked the pastor said hey can you come down here and help me you have this experience I've been praying for a guy mm. so I said you're not know you don't know what you're asking there's so much to it please watch the testimony on YouTube long story longer we go down to to Mission Texas take a step of faith drag my family down there and we get that thing turned around and Matthew gets discipled mm. but about a year in I just had this my wow for one thing linda goes we cannot keep playing for all of this and our because we still we couldn't sell our property here in central mm-hmm. texas because we can't keep paying both mortgages right. we and we lost two two uh contracts like the week of closing because of credit issues or whatever that were people were supposed to buy them mm-hmm. so i just talked to uh doc down there that was his name pastor doc and i said we're going to go back i just can't do this i'm going to open up my own place mm-hmm. and i called john hargrove who's my mentor here yep. had all these properties and i said i want to open up a men's home he goes i got the right place because the retreat center is vacant let's give it a shot Ooh. so we bring three guys with us and we'll talk about that wow in a second. wow wow so joshua finds the land for uh, oak ridge and a man who has a heart for it and so when we come back guys that is what we were going to talk about the miracle really of oak ridge <laughs> be the next success story at Focused on You Chiropractic. Patient Bruce came in with lower back and shoulder pain and neuropathy in both feet. In less than three months, his neuropathy was nearly gone and no pain. Patient Jean came in using a cane necessary for walking, and on day five, Jean showed up with no cane. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard make scientific specific adjustments with results. They educate patients on nutrition, exercise, and neurotoxicity, helping alleviate unnecessary pain and suffering. Click FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's Amy here, and we are just about to wrap up um, a, a two-day journey here with Joshua Harris. Um, he is the uh, founder and executive director of Oak Ridge Disciple House, a healing place for men, and that's what we are going to talk about right now. Joshua has this wow testimony, and, and you've got to go back tomorrow. Go to amymillslive.com and grab up the podcast. It talks about his life from his childhood up until he pretty much comes out of jail, still highly addicted to cocaine. Yes. And um, and then how Oak Ridge came about. And Joshua and I were just talking about, you know, out of your pain comes your passion. And, and both he and I, our ministries are out of, um, wow, just that, 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 that ultimate uh, salvation of, of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit can transform a life that people can say there's no way that person is going to be able to turn their life around nope. like they're a lost cause lost cause we love and, lost causes don't we yes at, at, at the disciple house you guys do and yeah and and we feel the same way at sold out ministries about women when they come to us through redemption weekends but um so you you met you knew this man and he had land yep. and so you guys went and said this is the place yep. we're going to start oak ridge i call him and i say hey i want to um i'm going to bring my family home we're going to put in a director up here at shining light and we've got a, a couple of guys that can can do it and I want to. I want to. I know God's calling me to continue this work. This is what I'm. This is what He's been preparing me for all this year, all these last years of ministry. And uh, I said, I want to do it. I said, uh, but uh, I need a property. He goes, Well, listen. He said, the the retreat center, which is up on the Stillman Valley outside of Florence, 25 beautiful acres. It's been sitting now for about a year because you know I'm traveling. He was in Belize at the time. He had bought like 100 acres in Belize, and he's clearing the jungle for an orphanage and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, this man just showed me the you know what it really looked like to to uh, run nonprofits yeah. and all those things. And because uh, I'd worked with him in youth ministry as well before I went to to, sh- to the church, and so 
the retreat center was originally a youth camp that we would do small youth camps and things at and, and a ministry in Georgetown called Spurs and Crossroads where we would mentor middle school kids with high school kids after school. It's just uh, amazing what the, what Georgetown will still let you do. It's awesome. And so um, I did that with him and we had this place. We do these weekend retreats. He said, been sitting, he said, and he said, it's a mess. He said, the family that I had out there doing a bed and breakfast, they were attempting to get a business going. It just, the septic backed up in the, in the, in the, in the, in the what we call the staff house now, but in the second house. And he says, go look. It needs a little work. Go look. So I went and I said, I told Linda, I said, I'm going to go look at the, retreat, at the retreat center and see what's going on with it. And got up here um, early, or yeah, I'm sorry, late in February, beginning of March, and spent a weekend. And it was the craziest thing because it was the weekend that right at March we got this big snowstorm in mm-hmm. 2010. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I mean, yeah. literally couldn't believe that yes. i got snowed in up on this thing i snowed on friday night i woke up saturday morning and i could not because of the way the it's uh, we're literally at the top of the stillman valley it's a two mile mm-hmm. trek up the ridge mm-hmm. and i couldn't i was afraid to drive so i got basically god just snowed me in i had no food it was had been abandoned you know it was a, i think a jar of peanut butter and you know some <laughs> crackers or whatever who know how old they were but right. so i just fasted and prayed and god said this is where i want you to do it mm-hmm. and it was a mess there was a lot of work to be done but you know what Nothing easy is easy. I mean, nothing worth it is easy. That's right. So it was a lot of work, but we did. I went home or went back to the mission. I said, we're going to go. And I talk, called John. I said, let me rent it. Let me lease it from you and see what happens. And if it works, then we'll buy it. So yeah. help the audience understand what yeah. your plan was for this. You're going to, so so you're going to, this is going to be a place where men that are addicted are going to yes. come and, and get, and they're going to get clean and they're going to meet the Lord. Yep. So we love, we our, our, our passion because it's my passion and, and, and uh, what God used to, to find, to help me find right. Jesus was, was addiction, was drugs and alcohol. But we don't care. You eighty percent of our guys that come, it's drugs and alcohol. But twenty percent, it's been amazing, Amy. You guys that just go, you know what? I just got no direction. I, I don't know what it really means no to foundation. walk with the Lord. I have some opportunity to do this, mm-hmm. and they come and just spend six months, six months with us, getting getting discipled. Amen. But eighty percent, it's eighty eighty five percent is drugs and alcohol, and so we want to help them get clean. But more than that, I don't care. Getting sober and clean is easy. Mm-hmm. Staying sober and clean is what takes Jesus. Right. You can get cleaned up. Just go spend thirty days Amen. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, anybody. But you want to stay yeah. free? Walk it out. You got to wake you got to learn how to wake up every morning and decide who you're going to be. I woke up this morning, Amy, mm-hmm. and before my feet hit the ground and I'm 14 years mm-hmm. into sobriety. Into sobriety walking with the Lord. Before my feet hit the ground, I said, "Good morning, Lord. Mm-hmm. I need you every second today because mm-hmm. if I take it, yeah. I'm going to th- I'm going to throw it away. Walk with me all day and I do that and I, so, and then all the things I have to do, I'll never stop doing that. Because that's my power. How do you empower the guys out there to do that? What does that look like? So, as far yeah, as, you know, what, what, it is a, a snapshot because I have other questions. You bet. It's a that. it's a six month commitment, mandatory minimum. We take no less than it's a six month pro, uh, discipleship training. Longer than that, you never have to give your bed away. So I just give you mm-hmm. a, a, a just a day in the life of Oak Ridge. Wake yep. up in the morning, four forty five. We're in the chapel by five. We do a daily devotional called Oswald Chambers, uh, his utmost for his highest. Love it. We fall on our knees and we surrender. We get up and then we do about a hundred and. 20 Bible verses that these guys are memorizing and hiding in their heart. Scripture memorization is everything. If we can memorize songs to sing, mm-hmm. we can memorize scripture mm-hmm. to have power. You know what I mean? So these guys are memorizing passages, not just, you know, for God so loved the world. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. I'm just saying that we want these guys that when the devil comes knocking after they leave, they have the word of God to put back on. So we memorize scripture, mm-hmm. we do songs, and then we have a, have a different 
uh, teacher out there every single morning, pastors, ministers, teaching the word, and we're walking through different series. I'm on Thursday mornings. I'm walking through them through Job. Have been walking through Job for almost a year now with them, mm-hmm. verse by verse. Mm-hmm. So we have different guys that do different things, uh, Monday mornings, Tuesday mornings, Wednesday mornings. And then I rotate my staff to teach as well because I want them to get the experience of teaching the guys what they're learning. So then we have breakfast. And then we have service, and we do service from uh, about 8.30 till 11.45, where these guys are not either working on the property, learning to serve, because we teach three things. And you'll see it all on all our stuff. says SOS, surrender, first S, obedience, second S, serve, third S. SOS means to wave your right flag, you know, or save our shit. Well, we say save our souls. And a way to save our souls and work out salvation the way Paul teaches us to every day, once saved, always saved, but yeah, keep working it out is to surrender every morning, to be obedient to God's call on your life and to the Word of God and to serve others. Because you can't keep it if you don't give it away. All right, so I want to wrap this up by saying... Oh, it's so quick! Okay, so guys, here it is. Oak Ridge Disciple House, men coming through a six-month program, being immersed in the Word, immersed in humility, immersed in learning how to serve, immersed in learning how to be a man, a man that God can, can, you know, just just like David, right? He's a man after my own heart. That's right. And um, these are the kind of guys that you are pumping out of Oak Ridge. So how can people get a hold of you as we close? So I want you to know this. It's not just that we we do classes the rest of the day and all kinds of great things. These guys are full busy all day long. It's six years of, of worship in church in six months mm-hmm. we have a hundred and 20 graduates now and here's wow. the deal 87 of them are serving the lord and winning that is unheard of ah. so you can get a hold of me like this if you've got somebody or you yourself you're hearing this you can go i need this it's not for everybody you got to be able to put life on hold for six months we're not going to take care of your responsibilities for you because we don't have the resources i scholarship 90 percent of the men that wow. come to oak ridge i'd never turn anybody away because of money call me 512-905-2111 or go to our website www.oakridgedisciplehouse.com love you Amy. that's it joshua harris in the house Oh,